welcome to Hello Ugly, the Dragula Titans recap show for Season 1, Episode 2, titled Revenge of the Witch. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one uh, Wicked Witch. I was going to say Bicked Bitch, but I didn't. I went Wicked Witch. From Bloody Podcast Network, please say hello, uglies, to Lorian K. Roggenkamp. You know, do you still, is it still like uh, the Bloody Podcast Network? No. I was trying to get that started for a while, and I just, it didn't come to fruition. What kind of shows would have been on Bloody Podcast Network? Can you give us a sample of what shows would have been on there? I think at the time, I was trying to do like, um, we were trying to do something where we watch movies that were similar, uh, but that, and they came out close to each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that we did a couple episodes, but then that never really came. I think I still have those episodes recorded. I could share them. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's okay. We're good. We also <laughs> we also did a. Um, I, I was going to just do like a daily like talk show thing where I share like news of the day, mm-hmm. but that took a lot of energy. And it does. I think that's and, you need like a staff and everything for that. And also I find that like my things that I find interesting aren't necessarily what other people find interesting. Like I, I'm very much crime and you know. Yeah. Stuff and so I yeah, no one no one likes crime. That that is a, a weird no, but like, it, obsession it's just like that no one has. All the time, you know. I just don't mm-hmm. think it, you know, would be a good idea. So Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I still it, have it, ideas it. of doing a YouTube like a thing where I, it's like a it's like a stream where I talk about, uh, you know, stuff that's been happening throughout the week and then also play clips from, like, YouTube videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other YouTube like videos. Like a talk suit, but of YouTube. Kind of, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They haven't called, it hasn't been called talk soup in, like, 15 years. You mean the soup. Yes. Do they still do yeah. that? Do they still do? I think that's gone, too, right? The soup's gone, they, isn't it? They brought it back with, um, oh, God, I can't remember her name. I I met her. I knew her. Oh, you did. Uh, yeah, uh, Jade Catapretta. They brought Would you it just back call with... me. <laughs> this very funny comedian uh, named Jade. They brought uh-huh. it back with her as the host, and I thought it was mm-hmm. good. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think the problem Were you is like is... you look good. No, oh. I think the problem was is that you know they. They wanted to have the same kind of like Joel McHale kind of thing. And it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt like they didn't really let her make make the show her own for Mm -hmm. a little bit. And then they did. And then I felt like it worked and then they canceled it. So, you know, wasn't that always the way? What do you mean? One of the things that everybody should know is that currently right now your fiance is watching the episode. Can she hear me? No, she can't hear you. She oh, okay, good, me. good. But then how are you going to comment on what happens? Do you think she can hear you right now? Like, do a test. Say something shocking that she would react to. But do, um, say it in a normal voice. Say it in a normal voice. All right. I, uh, uh, yeah, while we were watching it, I mean, I just, you know, I saw that Yavska was eliminated. No, she can't hear me. No, she can't hear you. All right, very good. All right, well. I'm telling you right now, she's going to be upset by that. 
I know. That's one of the things I was wondering as well. I was, I found out right before the she hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, oh, I was even thinking, like, what is she going to think? Everyone should know, if you don't remember, Yavska is uh, Lori's fiance star's favorite drag queen. Like, all drag queens, right? Yes. She loves her. Loves her. Oh, my God. Hmm. And I love how you're sort of now <laughs> affecting, her- like, a quiet whisper. And mm-hmm. there's no way she can hear you. So that's my favorite part. It's okay, Lori. So this week... The Boulay Shut Brothers. <laughs> All right. This week, the Boulay Brothers trick the contestants and bring Abhora back to the competition. For this week's fight, Fright Feet, the monsters must eat the hottest foods on Earth. And for the main challenge, the ghouls don their best witch looks and design their own shoes. Even Destruction was named the winner of the challenge, while Kendra Onyx and Yaska were placed in the bottom two. In the end, Yaska fell to her demise, leaving nine monsters in the competition, Lori and Kate Roggenkamp, why don't you go ahead and name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. So two things I liked about the episode was I I liked, and I don't think we discussed this too much in the last episode, but I really like the banter between mm-hmm. Drek, Morda, and Swanthula when they're judging. You know what? I did not put that in my notes. I know what you're talking about. There's a moment, and we all know if we watch the show, there's a moment between the floor show and when they bring the judges panel that yeah. Jack Morda and Swanthula just sort of kiki alone. Yeah. And this season is the most natural and I would dare I say fun I've ever seen. Like very oh. natural and not affected. Like real people that I've ever seen. I love you're it. right. Yeah, I've noted it too. I've noticed it too. I love it. You can almost see their dynamic a little bit, which I love. And mm-hmm. I just really, I really like it. And so this, this, they did it this last episode too. And I was, I was happy. I was excited for it. So I really like that. Um, yeah. Overall, I will say again, I like this episode. I, lo- I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was, I liked the cackling, you know, the, the witch uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cute little thing that they put in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the whole episode, I will say, if I'm being nitpicky again, yeah, I didn't like the hot, the hot food challenge and we'll get to oh, why. Oh, you didn't? Oh, yeah. interesting. I have a very specific reason why, but we'll get to why. But yeah, I mean, that's really my only nitpicky thing. I, I like this episode. Well, you know, Lori, they can't have period blood in every episode. Oh my God. If that's what it is. I'm glad. I know last- I'm glad they don't because I don't like it because I wouldn't want it in there. So I'm oh, glad. I heard. I'm- well, you heard Not wrong, heard. and you also mm-hmm. never heard it. You just made it up on the spot. No, I get a newsletter about you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you get a newsletter? Yeah, I get a, a, a weekly digest a w- <laughs> about you. Who? To, from whom? whom? I, I <laughs> Who can't say. This? I can't okay. say. Great. It's Star. It's <laughs> I honestly would not put that pastor of just sending yeah. out a weekly just hey guys this is these are the hot buttons that yeah. Lori has yeah. did this yeah. week <laughs> hey guys here's what you guys don't know about Lori. just right. to make um, just so i can vent for a second yeah um all right so the two things i didn't li- I like i liked and i didn't like first of all i actually this is gonna be very different from you i loved the fright feet and what i liked about it too i don't think they've done this before they haven't done a thing where like Okay, we get it. You get to pick one person, something bad happens to them. But where they have them cast a spell, I thought that was very cool. And I really liked it. The casting the spell. I like the fright feet. I, basically, they just 
they j- drag race does this all the time where they just took some other existing internet property and stole it right so this yes. was hot ones you know and they're like they decided to do that which uh, i mean to be honest yeah. with you that fair you know yeah uh, the next one was that I liked was I thought that the looks were pretty great for the most part on the, on the whole, there were some that I was like, right. But for the, on the most part, for the most part, that looks were great. Uh, the thing I didn't like, I mean, we can talk about it more when we get here, but knowing you, I know you're going to want to just dive in right now. Maybe not. I could be wrong. I have never liked and never will like the video or the song shoes really i've never thought it was funny i remember when it first came out i was dating a guy who was like oh you gotta watch this it's so fucking funny right he even said the person reminded them of me and i was like i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever seen i mean maybe i have but i have no recollection you know why why you weren't you weren't busy it came out in 2006 and so you were really I was busy. On my, I was on my quote-unquote not real world-famous tour. So mm, It's pretty real. Did, you, did you see this video, Shoes, when it came out? How does that have anything to do with it? Because you were so busy on tour that you didn't see Shoes. And why am I here now? That's what I want to know. How was I well, so famous in 2006 <laughs> I, look, and now I'm here? There are a lot of people who were famous in 2006 that aren't here. All right. Um, yeah, I... I mean, I genuinely like the song. I thought it was. I thought it was oh, a fun do? song. Yeah. Oh, you had never heard it before this episode. No. Okay, we'll talk about more of the history of it um, when we get to it. But uh, yeah, this uh, this song "Shoes" was a. It was. It was what, basically one of the very first super viral videos. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was only a year okay. or so after um, YouTube came out. It was like this song and um, what's that Lonely Island song? Sunday. Or easy lazy Sunday or something. Oh yeah, where they're talking about it's uh, Andy Sandberg and Chris Parnell. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, I think I think that came out around the same time. I don't know if it's the same song at the same time, but like those like a very early like super viral. Everybody was watching it videos. It's one of the very very early ones. All right. After Yavska's elimination, Astrid and Eva mourn the loss of self defeated Abhora, but to everyone's surprise, Abhora strolls back into the boudoir. The girls are gagged for the gods and gripe about the gross game they're now playing. Lorian K. Roggenkamp. Um, your thoughts and everything that happened here in this moment when they're talking of horror coming back, blah, 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 blah. Um, I didn't really like that they gave, really gave no reason as to why she was back. Like, they were mm-hmm. just sort of like, yeah, we just brought her back. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of, I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, also, you think there would have been some more panache to it, like yeah, yeah. They just said it was like a Halloween, oh that Halloween turn or something like that later in the episode, and I was like, what Halloween turn? Like that doesn't that you know. Also, Abora says in her testimonial when she comes back, it says doesn't seem to fair to send the first person home. What? Yeah, a lot. Like, of, there are people who say a lot of weird ass shit in this, and. Yeah. Bef- so I actually pulled the audio from the discussion up and through like of horror coming back because there's a lot people say a lot of weird ass shit in that. It's the only sound clip I pulled from this episode. It's the only one worth playing. Okay. But people say a lot of weird ass shit that just con- like the, in the same sentence will contradict each other. I think it was not planned for her to come back. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a double elimination at some point because I think you're. I think you made a good point. I think if it would have been planned, 
for her to come back, they would have done it in some sort of like, like let's say when they go on the main stage, they would have been like, oh, trick or treat. And then all of a sudden a horror appears. Like there would have been some sort of like bigger deal than just a horror walking in with a cup of coffee. Like, yeah, it was very strange. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on this before we play the audio? Um, the only other thought, and we'll get to it, is that I thought, I, I, I mean, I don't know if this is ironic or not, but I thought that Kendra had the best reaction to her coming back. Everyone yeah. else was sort of like, why? And Kendra was like, I mean, I don't like it, but what am I going to do about it? <laughs> Which is yeah. like, yeah. yeah. You're not going to, like, everyone else sort of acted like they got mm-hmm. final approval. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, no, I don't know. I don't really like this. And mm-hmm. it's like, you have no say. She's she's not, you, you are not the run, you mm-hmm. do not own this competition. Yeah. So, yeah. The only thing I'll say right now, because most of the things I have to say have to do with this audio clip is, it's bad on Drag Race when the queens walk in the next day, but there's something extra bad about the way they walk in. Uh, I didn't pull that part of the audio when they go. They come. They come in. They're like, "Well, that was a gag, wasn't it?" You're like, "Okay, you guys have been." They they act like they have like this, but they've been carrying this conversation the whole time, and it's yeah, it's just yeah. not very good. All right, so let's actually listen to. Uh, I pulled excerpt from this audio. We'll listen. We'll talk. We'll chat. Here we go. What it's going to open up with is Eva Destruction talking, again, the bullshit, I will say, as and the Alliance is pretty annoying in this conversation, but I will say at the end, and I don't think I pulled this, is everybody here is talking a big game when they think of Horace gone, and then all of a sudden she's back, and then they change their tune, but here we go. Yeah. So the thing about Abora, it's like as soon as I started seeing her transform into this sort of self-defeated like creature before my fucking eyes, like I just got so pissed. We'll You're see, no, I feel like she, oh. I'm gonna stop it right there. She was pissed beforehand for some bizarre reason. Yeah, I don't know why Eva has taken it upon herself to be the manager of Abora. <laughs> yeah, and and so. It, I mean, it just seems so weird. Like, first, she was me- she never once mentioned last episode that she saw her going into a self destructive pattern. You never she said seemed it. she seemed genuinely upset that she was in the competition. Mm-hmm. That's really all it was. Yeah. And now this episode, she's totally rewriting the narrative and saying that she was just upset because she saw Apora falling back into yes. a a destructive pattern. And it's like mm-hmm. that was never once mentioned. Well, what's funny, in fairness to Astrid, Astrid did go up to her and say something. Astrid did call it. Astrid, Astrid says, I think maybe in this we'll hear it, that she saw it, a lot of herself from last season in her. Yeah. But anyway, all right. But and then, but I, I think what happened was, is I think mm-hmm. Eva realized that when this comes out, she's not going to look great. So she mm-hmm. said, oh, next episode, I'll just rewrite history yeah. and say that I was just worried about her. Yeah, yeah, here we go and down this motherfucking yeah, boudoir but then when it comes because she has to justify to abhor later when abhor sees it why she voted for her yes yeah here we go comes down to the wire you're not even going to have a fire yeah. on your no, own I think she, at first she had to you know and this is now this is hoso defending uh, uh abhor but then it, she got kind of got cornered that a bit fair. wait yeah. but now, now now you- hoso says she got cornered a bit now what's funny the people that were corner, cornering her are going to come in and yell at hoso here we go I think it's Melissa you're going to hear right now. You guys are saying that, but when we're in there, you guys were defending her the whole time. Yeah. Yo, I mean, I'm, I'm, which becomes a big thing right now. 
that I will say Melissa should be work for Trump. I'm going to tell you why. She is a master at taking things and turning it on the other person as if she just wasn't doing that. So she's saying, oh, you guys were like defending her. They were defending Coco with their lives, Melissa and Kendra. But now for some reason, oh, yeah. it, it's, I don't know, it's very strange. Well, Here for, we go. So, for some yeah. reason, it's wrong to do that. Like, that's what yeah. I don't understand is that mm-hmm. you can't like it. The, like what I love with these kinds of people is you can't you can't have two you can't hold two opinions at once mm-hmm. you can't want to defend your friend and then also think that she's not doing her best in the competition yeah you know you have you have to be either or yeah all right here we go y'all y'all know y'all y'all had y'all titties out the alliance is really good at like shouting people down there was nobody else in the bottom bottom board. She was the only one that fucking yeah. well, Okay, that's Kendra. Kendra, or maybe that might have been Coco. I can't tell. But they said there was nobody. I think it's Coco. There was nobody else in the bottom except Abora. But they put Abora there. They were the one making it all about Abora because they wanted the focus off of Coco. Well, and to be Coco's fair, she she was in the bottom. I mean, it was her. No, 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 no. She Coco was in the bottom. But what Coco is complaining about right now. Is uh-huh. that there was nobody else in the bottom except for uh, Abora, meaning like Abora made it all about herself. Here we go. She was the clear it's bottom. Not, okay, exactly. but no one should need anyone to defend them because right. we came here to represent ourselves. So now Coco switches. Coco switches the tactic. Didn't work, didn't stick. So now she says, well, she doesn't need anyone to defend her. We came to defend herself. She had Kendra and uh, Melissa in her corner the entire time. She was behind a, a fortress of those two, shouting anybody down who came for Coco. Do you have anything yeah. to say, Lori? No, I just, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, no, she, she, well, she doesn't need people, she doesn't need people to advocate for her because they're not, the, the what they're doing is smart. They're not actually advocating for Coco. Mm-hmm. They're just going against Apora. Yes. So they're not on the defense, they're on the offense. So yes. it lo- it makes it seem like Coco doesn't need anyone mm-hmm. when it's like, no, you have people on your side. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. And I just want to say, like, as an, a very, very, very empathetic, emotional person myself. As an empath. <laughs> as an empath. <laughs> as an empath. <laughs> There's some sort of inside joke we missed here. <laughs> no, I saw myself in Abora in that moment, and I wanted to make sure that she didn't make the same mistakes that I did. I don't want anybody to go through that. So what I was trying to do was give her an opportunity to reset her focus, and she did a couple times. And then every and time then she, she reset, she bus. went right back into it. No. So by the end of it, she I started to get frustrated. Uh, so far, Astrid's right. I think Astrid's painting an accurate picture. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with Astrid. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't feel like Astrid ha- really, to me, has like gone off the deep end yet. I feel no. like she's been playing it even keeled. I feel like she's been very like straightforward. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what next? You know, I mean, it could. Yeah, it who could, knows? Anything can change. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, but go. so far. All right, here we go. At one point, she was already shut off. Mm -hmm. I feel like she was shut off, then the fire ignited again, and then she started stabbing everybody in the fucking back. Then she shut off again, then the fake tears came, then she was self-deprecating. I think Kendra said self-deprecating. Okay, now, right now, what you're listening to is Yasuka trying to get a word in edgewise. Okay, here we go. Speak up! Girl, I'm trying... 
What's funny is we're going to get to what Yavska says right now, but I think what we heard right now is kind of why Yavska went home. She's she's not good television. She can't speak for herself. She can't advocate for herself. No. Uh, she's, she's very soft-spoken. She's soft-spoken, but also she's kind of boring. Yeah. Like, her... Look, her looks are great. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she pours a lot of her energy, and you can see clear creativity mm-hmm. in what she does. But... She's sort of just like, I know this sounds kind of weird to say, but she's sort of just like a very kind of like semi-rational person mm-hmm. who just will like call people out on stuff, but in a very mm-hmm. like unemotional way. Mm-hmm. And that's not great for television, you know? No. Like when you are like genuinely trying to set boundaries and deal with, with you know, relationships in a very rational way, it's mm-hmm. like, okay. All right. Well, you know, somebody be a Kendra. Somebody be a Coco. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let, let somebody be a, a Melissa. Let's get the me- needle moving. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think between, I mean, yeah, as soon as they put Kendra, I was like, it's too early in the season to get rid of Kendra. Like, mm-hmm. she needs, she's, they want drama. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's carry on. I was going to say, like, maybe she got a little bit comfortable with the Maybe. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. I, if it wasn't the Abara show, it wasn't going to be a show. No, I, that's not what she said. <laughs> She got a little comfortable. What, what? How did Melissa take what Yaska said? And t- if it wasn't the Abor show, it wasn't going to be a show. Oh, because she's talking. Okay. That's, that's exactly what she said. Y'all vote with your heart, but just know that without me in the competition, it's going to have a lot less steam. Just want to say. I- okay. Let's talk about that. We talked about it last time. I know Coco said it in a confessional, but Coco feels the same way. Yes. Like, I would. I would gather... At least 80% of the queens there feel that. They all think they're the most interesting person in the cast. Oh, they yeah. They all think that if they leave, it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, except for maybe Yavska. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yavska, yeah. I think, is is rational enough to know yeah. that. And it, not, it wouldn't change anything. But yeah, they all think that they're the star of the show. Yeah. All right, here we go. I think we can all agree that Abora is a wonderful, incredible drag artist. And personally, somebody that I would want to see return on the show. Because she's somebody that I see, like, winning a whole damn season. Oh. And she walks right in when she says that. Here she comes. She is fucking pissed. I got a message for you from the Boulets. They say, trick or treat. Treat for me, trick for you. Oh my god! So, Joe, that yeah. is literally the reason. That's it. That's the reason. Trick or treat. Trick yeah. or treat. Trick for tr- treat for me. Trick for you. That is like, the reason. I I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I I I just I just felt like they were just like, all right, we're just gonna let we're just gonna let I the word. Mm-hmm. It it just brings me back to the every single time something like that happens, it brings me back to this moment when uh, I was part of a group of people picking house teams for uh, improv theater, okay. and this improv team was auditioning, and the director of the theater really wanted them to be on the state. We wanted them to be a house house team, and he was mm-hmm. like, "All right, if they don't, as long as they don't shit the bed for mm-hmm. their show." Mm-hmm. audition we're gonna put them on a, as a house team and they did mm-hmm. awful they were awful, awful. Mm-hmm. and then he turns it later and he goes okay they shit the bed but we're still putting them up and why, so why did he want to put it with he friends with them or something or 
he was just very he wanted to move the the theater towards more of like improv as an artistic expression not necessarily comedy driven and they were very much like you know it, improv is an art form and they 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 weren't funny and they they did were they very trying like, to be funny mm, i mean i don't think so if they were then they were not pulling it off they they were very much like improv is an art and like they would do things like they would have like you know they would do uh, they would just all of a sudden break into song about how you know gun control is killing our uh, you know Mm-hmm. Our teens or something yeah. like that, and that's yeah. super artsy. Killing our um, teens, yeah, or some, you know, yeah. I random. Actually, it's funny that you say that. It's oh, I can't. It? No, fuck, man. With the oh. rainy waiting to record, like they can't do impromptu bits like that anymore. Darn fuck, it. Man. Oh man. Well, let's finish the last fifteen seconds of this audio. With the Bora being back, it's the Boulet's way of saying anything can happen in this competition. I pulled. I usually don't put confessional stuff in there. I put that one in there because it was so fucking stupid, right? The I think the Boulay probably have said in directly to them anything can happen, you know, like. Well, well, that's what I love about. Remember last episode where they're clearly in very plain language tell them exactly what's going to happen at the end. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. they they are all so shocked by what happens. Yeah. So like gobsmacked, like even I think Eva came in at during the thing and was like, are we going to have more surprises? And it was like, there's no surprises. You were told exactly what was going to happen <laughs> the whole way through. And <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, it's like, it's like, I feel like when I watch this, sometimes I feel like uh, what, as a teacher, just like being like, all right, guys, now we're moving on to the next thing. And they're like, we're, what next thing? You never told us there was a next thing. I was like, it's on the board. I told you in the beginning of class. I had a PowerPoint about it. Like, we're we've, we're moving on. You know what's happening. Hmm. And they're still so shocked by it. You're, so you're saying, you're saying it's, it's frustrating to you as a teacher when you tell them something and then they act like they've never heard it before. <laughs> I feel like you're laying a trap for me, but yes, that is frustrating. All right, let's listen to the end of the sound clip. I also got to clarify. I might be fucking pissed. This is Astrid. So he says, uh, all I have to say, I have to clarify here. I may be fucking pissed. Sidabora and like want her gone. But I love her and I think she's hilarious and she's one. <laughs> I may be pissed at Bora and want her gone, but I love her. One of my favorite people. And she's one of my favorite people. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. All right. That was the audio. Let's move on here uh, really quickly on the main stage. The monsters learn that they will design and create an original take on the iconic witch costume. In addition, they need to drag up a pair of magic shoes and choreograph a lip-sync performance to a song chosen by the Boulets. For this week's Fright Feet, the contestants will play Burn the Witch. They will eat progressively hotter foods until there's only one monster standing. The winner gets the power to cast a balding curse on a fellow contestant, preventing them from wearing a a wig or headpiece for the floor show. So that's the setup, Lori. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that Fright Feet, that the hot, the, the, what was the hot Fright Feet or whatever. When, we'll be back. Right? Why, why yeah? are we taking a break? When did you say we were going to take a break? I never heard of this before. When are we taking breaks?
back in the boudoir. The girls assume the position and torch their tongues with the hottest foods on the planet. Erica Clash is the last one standing, winning the fright feat and casting the spell on Abora that removes her power to wear hair. All right, Lori, your thoughts on this fright feat? Uh, you said, you hinted that you were not a yes. fan of this fright feat. So I have a very specific reason why I'm not a fan. I, yeah. I actually thoroughly enjoyed the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, I, I really liked how, you know, they like, they basically, Hoso was so gobsmacked that the white people were, were going through. Um, mm-hmm. I liked how Erica was just like, keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. And mm-hmm. it was between Apora and Erica. And then Erica wins. And what does Erica do? She curses Abhora. <laughs> she curses the person that is probably in the, you know, one of the mm-hmm. bottom tier, right? Mm-hmm. She curses Abhora with the uh, the cap, the, yeah. the curse of baldness. Not yeah. Victoria, not Eva, not any of the top players. She curses mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, it's like, it doesn't even matter. And mm-hmm. she says it's just a matter because she came for her. Yeah. With in in what instance? In the instance where they were doing the the spice challenge, or in the instance where they were in the challenge last time? Like, I don't know. I just was very disappointed in in Erica for this. I felt like she had such an opportunity to really, really uh, like mess with somebody. Mm-hmm. And which, by the way, I totally forgot to mention. This whole curse of the baldness thing to me further proves the point that they make their costumes beforehand. No, they hundred percent make their costumes beforehand. All of them no, except I, for Coco. Well, yeah, Coco. I mean, Coco strangely doesn't. Yeah. Well, she's got that. All, she got. She has that all that white linen that she's got a leather yeah. that she's got to repurpose for some reason. Yeah. Uh, um. But. Sorry, one second. Are you okay? Lori, I think it's, it feels it sounds like Lori's in the fright feet right now. She was gagging and coughing. Uh oh, now she's talking to her fiance right now about something. All right, here we go. Oh, now she's coughing again. She came back for a second. Now she's coughing. All right, here we go. Okay. No, no. Oh, oh. I swear to God, I think she's doing the fright feet right now from what I'm seeing. She's like shaking her head. Now she's sorry. Like, oh, yeah. I keep having like phlegm in my throat. Mm-hmm. So, what were you and Star doing before this? Nothing. So I told. So what I'm saying is, is like, but it further proves that. So like any kind of misnote, like mis- mystery that they might be making their costumes. Then it's like it wouldn't matter if it was if we got cursed the bald because you could just figure out a costume with the bald. But if you had a, a wig that was central to your costume that would really screw you over so it further proves that they definitely make their costumes beforehand but yeah i mean she could have totally killed ava's look or anybody's like anybody in the top but she just chose she chose abhora which i thought was the stupidest thing ever it was a very very bizarre decision so uh a couple of things one let's actually talk about the the actual challenge itself what i want to say about the challenge itself is that I love watching it. I do love about Abhora. She makes great TV. I think most people, like, there was a part where Abhora was, like, literally eyes red, tears streaming down her face, mocos coming out of her nose. 
They're like little. The mocos are like literally like dangling off of her nose and her lip, and she's not wiping it off. She's letting it dangle there. That's why they yeah. bring a horror back. She knows how to make great television. You know. Yeah. Um. She, she's willing to like hurt herself to for 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 the show. Yeah. And but see, and then again, that's the, that's another reason why I was so annoyed is that look at what they had to go through. I mean, those were some hot ass food items like the first thing on that item i would have tapped out yeah and they went and then they went through it all and then they got so far that they had to eat all of it Mm -hmm. in a speed round they had to do everything on the everything they just did they did like 10 things and then they had to do a speed round where they eat it all and then whoever whoever eats it first wins um Mm -hmm. you notice how erica raised her hand and made a declarative statement didn't say oh i think Mm -hmm. i won so I'm just mm-hmm. pointing that out. Well, you last didn't time. see Abhor running around the room going like, I won. That's right. I won because clearly Abhor won. Um, so I want to go back to what you were saying with Abhor uh, and Erica choosing her for the spell. That was like really stupid. And what's funny is Erica says this would teach everyone else a lesson, but no one was had a lesson. In fact, all in the confessional, they're no. all like, they just thought it was a poor choice because like, why would you go? That is so dumb. Because also, say what you will about Abhora, but one of the things, even if I was against her in a competition, is I would not, because she could make that work. Abhora would know how to make that work. I would give it to someone who would really struggle. Uh, Yavska would struggle. Uh, I actually think it would really Hosa? fuck over. Hosa would really struggle. In fact... The- oh, yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. The judges even said if she didn't have that hat on... Uh, they would have known she was a witch. Yeah, which I think was a nod to Erica of like, you fucked up. You really should have picked somebody else. Yeah. Um, and so Victoria Elizabeth Black would have been hurt. A lot of people would have. And I don't That's know why she saying. chose Abhora. It was a very, very strange well, decision. I think, honestly, I think it's because she's intimidated. Mm-hmm. I think Abhora is on her level. And so mm-hmm. she knows that she can go for toward she can go against Sephora, mm-hmm. but she she's intimidated by the other girls. By the way, I don't usually call out producer Zach Birch uh, for things, but you know that he gave me I'm not going to use it, but he gave me a list of all the things that were um, eaten and their appropriate Scoville units. And there's a pepper in there for some reason. Yeah, you put a graphic of a, of a pepper. Yeah, he put a graphic of a pepper. Good for him. Um, Okay, what did you think about that weird, cringy dance scene at the end? Or even um, the Go-Go Boy, the... I don't know why they didn't use Israel. Israel, too, you know, uh, was, like, giving them side-eye because it was so cringy. What did you think of that? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was, like, one of those things where they are just, like, going, like, oh, boy, I hope this is where we end this. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it just seemed to me like one of those where you're just, like, I don't know why they keep filming, but I'm hoping this is the end. Yeah. That's what it, it was, felt like. It was very cringy and weird. All right. In, oh, you know, I want to say one more thing. I forgot to say this from my notes last time. I want to bring it up, and let's talk about it now. This is actually from Abhorra Returning. Eva Destruction going up to her and hugging her and saying, I love you, and I'm glad you're back. I'm like... See, there's I I don't understand what's going on with that relationship. Yeah, that's a weird because it's, it's even more confusing than Hosa and Astrid with her. Yeah. It's 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 so confusing because I don't even think Eva knows what's going on. Yeah. 
like she and then later on we see that she gets angry at at Abhora for not loving herself more and it's like all she's doing is just standing there yeah and so it and and Abhora's just like oh thank you yeah I agree and Mm -hmm. it's just like what do you agree to like what's happening yeah so I I don't know what's going on all right, in the boudoir, the monsters get to work creating their witch costumes. Victoria's character carries her preserved eye. Eva channels Victorian fashion. Kendra recycles a headpiece from the Resurrection special. Yasuka uses a candy for her look. I'm sorry, uses candy for her look. Coco dryers draws inspiration from Beyonce. And Hoso's witch turns her victims into rats and sews them into shoes. Lorian Roggenkamp, your thoughts on everything from that workroom segment? Uh, from the workroom, I let's see. Uh, I have. Well, oh, you looked Kendra. that up. Well, you looked that up. Oh, one of the I things I it. noticed is Victoria says, "Uh, at one she's talking about her shoes, and she goes, oh, I use.' Now I know she's joking, but she goes, she has bones just lying around.' I'm like, who has bones just lying around? I mean, I know she was joking, but it was still I a very weird. Kind thing. of. I kind of believe that she would have bones just laying around. Oh, I 100% believe it. I 100% believe yeah. it. Um, there was a, a podcast that I used to listen to. And I still do occasionally. But Bloody the podcast? guy. No. Oh. Um, the guy, one of the guys was like, they were trying, they had just started their Patreon and they were trying to think of things they could offer. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was like, well, I just have a bunch of animal bones. I could just, I could do engravings on animal mm-hmm. bones. And the guys were like, wait, you have a bunch of animal bones? Yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> you? You have a bunch of animal bones lying around. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I, I, I think that that's Victoria's place. It's just all animal bones. Did you have any notes, Lori, before I carry on with mine? Yeah, I feel like uh, Kendra had a note where she was like, she was, I think she was trying to be shady, but -hmm. it just didn't really, it didn't really hit where she was like, I'm not just going to do a costume that's like everything in the kitchen sink. I go for realism. Yeah, realism. And it was like, what? Yeah, you're trying to bring realism to a witch costume? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I and then also it's like, well, yeah, you're not going to do everything in kitchen sink because you can't because you're you you don't do that. So, well, on a related note, I have a related note where she says um, that she's minimalistic. She doesn't do all these like fancy costumes. She's minimalistic. And I'm like, yeah, it shows. Yeah, her costumes look like shit. I think and, I think it's a fancy way of saying like, yeah, my costumes, my my outfits don't look good. And then she also was like, oh, I was planning on going bald anyways, and it was like. Yeah, because you're lazy. Because mm-hmm. you're not gonna <laughs> like, like her brags were like not brags. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that was pretty much all I had. And then you just saw Coco once again showing how to <laughs> incorrectly. Well, well, she's the only one who's actually making her outfit. It's like everyone has shown up with their pre-made outfit that they're just like pretending to do little things to, and she's like. Full on, I have to give it to Coco. She's full on making an outfit in the workroom. Good for Um, her. It just feels to me like she was like, oh, shoot, I don't, I didn't make anything. And then called up a bunch of friends. And one friend was like, I mean, I have like a whole bunch of white leather (laughs) that you can use. And she's like, I'll take it. And then that's just what she's decided to work with. Yeah, or she went to like Hobby Lobby and was like, "What's the cheapest fabric you have?" And like, "Oh my god, we have like bolts and bolts of this white leather." 
It just won't sell. We don't yeah, know what's going on. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. I'll take it. All right, it's floor show day. It's the day of the floor show. And Melissa B. Fear shows off her skimpy shorts of horror, yes, and her feelings about the bald cap. And Eva leads the group in a witch's cackle contest. Uh, Lori, any thoughts on floor show day? Um, do you want to talk about looks now, or do you want to wait? Save we're not that at for... the looks. Oh, we're we're not at floor show. No, we're at the day. Like show? it's like the, where they're getting ready for the floor show. Like, right before they do the, like the attention competitor, attention oh. competitors. Is this where they do the witches laugh, or was that yes? Where I, like, okay. Ten seconds ago, I literally just said, "And Eva leads the group in a witches cackle contest." Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I like the witches laugh competition. I thought that was fun. I thought yeah, that was, was an interesting. I mean, Coco was like again, you know, did the bare minimum. Yeah. Um, who were your favorites in the witches well, laugh? Honestly, I, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. I didn't really have a favorite. I didn't have a clear winner. I was actually thinking like, how are they going to name a winner? And Luke, I'm not Luke. Uh, producer Zach mentioned that they never even actually named a winner. Well, there wasn't even really a prize, really. What? It, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Eva said Eva's, they were gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pour you a double drink. Well, I guess it's free, so yeah. She's gonna pour a double in the cauldron, but what does that even mean? I guess that they would get more alcohol in the cauldron. I don't know. Oh, I, I guess okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I I thought for me, I thought Abhora was well, Hoso and Kendra's. Mm-hmm. Well, no, sorry. Kendra and Erica's were the best. Abhora's and Hoso's were the ones What are you talking about? We're not at the For the looks. witch's laugh. For the witch's laugh. Oh, the witch's laugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Abhora and like... Hoso's I didn't understand. Kendra mm-hmm. and Erica's, Erica's I like the most. Um, I only have one note. And it's a part where Kendra is working her shoes. And it's a note that you would only pick up if you were watching it for a second time like I did. Where Kendra goes on about how she is just so good at cobbling shoes. And they show a clip of her in season two cobbling shoes. But we know her shoe was like the most basic lackluster shoe that it was, it was literally just a shoe. And she like maybe glued like one thing on it. Yeah. And she was bragging about her shoe skills. Well, she brags about everything she does. I mean, a moment ago she was bragging that she didn't have costumes like she brags about everything <laughs> she's yeah that's my yeah. only thing there all right let's go to the floor show and the lip sync the monsters show off their original witch looks bespoke shoes and lip sync to shoes by liam kyle sullivan from the year 2006 um all right your thoughts okay laura i know you've been dying here to do this your thoughts on the looks the shoes everything go for it oh i loved it i love the the song Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess it was just the juxtaposition of these dressed up as witches, you know, and then just mm-hmm. just singing about shoes. I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, for Melissa B. Fierce, I liked her face, but I didn't like her shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abhora, I thought, was poorly constructed. I didn't like the look. Mm-hmm. Um, Eva... I liked the look, but it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erica, I was, I felt like she just was doing her the same thing she's always done, which is mm-hmm. the thing. Except for she, she knew that she had to do something different, so she just decided to vomit into a bucket and then drink yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> which was the grossest fucking thing ever. Which I think is gonna wear thin pretty soon. 
Yeah. Um, and then Astrid, I actually liked Astrid's, um, she was in my top two. Mm-hmm. I thought her shoes were great. I thought they were really great to like kind of, you know, different design. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendra's was, it just looked like it was a cute outfit, but it wasn't a witch's outfit. It just looked like a cute outfit with feathers on it. That was all it looked like. I think she was claiming it was some sort of a- traditional African witch outfit. I don't know. I don't oh. know anything about it, but it, 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 it looked, you're right. It looked like a basic outfit, but I don't know anything about that culture. It looked like a very like cute outfit you would wear out, but then she put mm-hmm. feathers around her. Yeah. Uh, Yaska, I actually, I actually like Yaska's outfit, which I think is funny that they say that it was the, the, it was like all over the place. Um, Hoso, I felt like was kind of doing a little bit of Yaska. I felt mm-hmm. like that was more of a Yaska look, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, it was. I thought it was fine. Uh, Victoria's, I wasn't a fan of hers. And Coco, I legitimately was like, was that the same outfit? Like, I had to rewind and look at the, the outfit from last episode. Oh, the mummy and one? And it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. But it was like, I was like, oh, I think that's the same outfit. I was surprised that Coco was safe. I thought her outfit was pretty bad. I kind of feel that there was like a whole, if you were in the bottom last week, you got kind of a pass this week. Yeah. Because of Hora, uh, Erica, and uh, well, Coco were, were safe. This this last episode, which I felt like they didn't really do last... I felt like they really looked at performance more than look. Mm-hmm. So Coco got a pass because her performance was apparently better. Yeah. Which, to be honest with you, if that's the case, then show the full performance. Like, I feel yeah. like they still don't show the full performance. Yeah. Um. But you know. Uh anything else? Uh nope, that's it. Alright. I wanna repeat how much I hate this fucking song shoes. Somebody was telling me that they liked it. I go, you know what? I'll give it this. I might just still be associating my hatred for it from literally sixteen years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I didn't think it was funny. And I know look, it's I'm I realize I'm in the wrong. It is a wildly, wildly, wildly popular video. And it was super viral, and everyone thought it was super funny. I always thought it was stupid. Uh, and so I wasn't a fan. Still not a fan. I heard that song. I just gave the wildest groan. But I realized maybe 16 years later, I'm just biased. I don't know. Did not like it. Was not a fan. Uh, Coco, Kendra, and Victoria had super basic shoes. Like, Victoria was black. All she had was regular shoes, and she just, like, glued a bone onto it. Right? Uh, Kendra's shoe was, I really think, just a shoe with one little thing glued on it. And Coco's shoe was just like boots that she just splattered red paint on. There was nothing to that. It literally just splattered red paint on her boots. I think Coco should have been in the bottom. She got a weird path. I think they're trying not to make it seem like there's, like, they want to be sort of even. But I think, I, I can't imagine how Coco's long for this world. Um, all right. Final judgment. On the main stage, Coco, Erica, Abhora, and Astrid are named safe and sent back to the cauldron. Eva is named the winner of the challenge while Kendra, while Kendra Onyx and Yavska are placed 
in the bottom two. In the cauldron, Kendra hopes she stays because she feels much more part of this cast than the cast from season two. Uh, the safe monsters share who they think should stay in Temperance Flare between Coco and Yavska. Ahura stumbles upon a parchment bearing Yavska's name and demands to know who voted for Yavska last week. Hoso owns the vote and says she just couldn't vote for Ahura. Astrid reveals she's poured hot wax in Hoso's ass, while Eva gives Abhora a pep talk and reminds her she's her own worst enemy. All right, Lori, uh, your thoughts on everything in the cauldron and all that shit. Um, yeah, I felt like, well, what I thought was so funny was, I don't know if you, if you got this, but when they first go into the workroom, mm-hmm. you know, Kendra, Kendra is like trying to, clearly trying to pick a fight with Yavska. Right, mm-hmm. and she's trying to be like, "You're gonna go home. I'm so sorry. You're gonna home- go home." And for some reason, Oscar's just like, you know, ah, that's funny. No, I'm not, yeah. but you know, you are, whatever. But then, for some reason, when Coco goes like, "Well, maybe you'll go home," Oscar's like, "Shut up, you fucking bitch." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just and. To be fair, Coco is an instigator. I'm not yeah. trying to say that she's not an instigator. She is an instigator. She's instigating. But what I thought was so funny was Kendra was picking at Yavska the whole time. And, and Yavska's just like, Haha, yeah, whatever. And then Coco just kind of like relays the same information. And Yavska's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, thought that was so, I thought that was so weird. I think, um, it's an, I think it's in a confession what Kendra says about Yavska. She goes, well, I think Yavska's going to go home because you couldn't see her shoes, which we know Yavska landed up going home. But that makes no sense to me because uh, Kendra, they didn't, they were very whatever about her outfit, hated her shoes, but they said she really performed very well. And I have to say this, I do have to say this as much as I come down on Kendra. I have seen her perform live and that bitch is, does give a great performance. She does do a really, really good job. I have to give Kendra that. But, well, I mean, there's a reason she's there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like she might not be the top, but there's a reason why all of them are there. They're not, like, they're not absolutely terrible. Like, they wouldn't just get somebody who was just, like, the world's worst, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they they have to have something. So I get that that, that she is good, but she's not bringing it in the lo- in looks, and I feel like looks is a big part of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised Yasuka went home. I think she went home because she's boring television and Kendra isn't. Because if the challenge was about shoes and looks, Yasuka just wipes the floor with Kendra. Kendra did, like, Yasuka did a terrible performance, but they didn't state that the performance was part of the evaluation. Apparently it was, but they didn't say that outright. Um so, I don't know. Now, there is a part that's weird. It's going on what I just said. During the cauldron, Melissa, who's part of the alliance with Kendra, actually calls out Kendra's shoes and talks about how Ke- Yasuka's shoes are better than Kendra's. So, I well, was wondering, <laughs> do you think there's still an alliance? But do you see how Melissa tried to backtrack that? Because Melissa no, was like... So, she was like... She goes, you know, the whole... Com- the competition was basically about the shoes. Mm-hmm. And Kendra kind of looks at her side eye 
And then she kind of goes, she was like, oh, well, you know, they, they did also say that they couldn't see Yaska's shoes. Yeah. And then she, then time goes on and she she then does in a testimony. She goes, I know Kendra. We're friends. So I'm going to really, I'm going to push for her. And it was like, you threw her under the bus. Yeah. Like, you literally just pointed out what she did wrong. Yeah. So, but uh, to be fair, ahead. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that I will say with this is that you know, I feel like Kendra did what I would do, which is, you know, she was, she, you can't say she wasn't worried. She said in her testimonial she was worried. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you saw her at the finale, she was worried mm-hmm. or at the final time. So she was genuinely worried that she was going home, but she still mm-hmm. fought for herself. And she True. still made it seem like she wanted to go stay there. And I, I don't fault her for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't tell people that you think you should, you don't do an apora and kind of go, oh, well, if you yeah. want to send me home, you know, mm-hmm. you fight. So she did what she needed. <clears throat> she did what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that moment when Abhora found the note on the floor. I mean, I'm putting found in the biggest air quotes ever. Oh, it was God. so fucking fake. Why would the, why they gave the notes in theory to the boulets. Why would the one note that says Yaskin be just randomly on the floor of the boudoir? And they also give it to the biggest like ham on the in the you know like she mm-hmm. makes this she makes this whole face and she like literally has a gaping face for like three full minutes before somebody goes hey what do you got there I <laughs> know it was so, it was so you could you could hear the producers going like Abhora walk over to that corner and look on the yeah. floor you know and oh guys look at what's Abhora up to you know like yeah. what's going and it's like you could almost hear it. And they just were like desperately trying to get this going, and yeah. Abora was taking forever. So they were probably like, yeah, you know, like Eva, go over, go over and talk, to, <laughs> go go over and talk to her, so, please, for the love of God. So it's a paper that has Yavska. They somehow, you know, Abora surmises that it's one of the voting slips, and she's like, "Who voted for her?" And Hoso finally cops to it. Okay. And she says, well, she only voted. She didn't really want to vote for Yavska. She she just chose someone at random because she didn't want to vote for Abhora. What do you think of that line, Lori? Bullshit. Yeah, 100% bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Because if she wanted to vote for somebody else, she would have picked somebody in the bottom. Yes. She would have picked Erica or she would have picked Coco. Yes. And She and had it the, in for Yavska. Remember in the beginning of the episode he, she did. And here's the thing. Here's the and here's another thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's how we know that that alliance is still going on between Melissa, mm-hmm. Coco, and Kendra, because they could give two shits about this. They do no. not care that somebody voted for Yaska. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they don't even confront her about it. Nobody was like, "Why didn't you vote for Coco? Why didn't you vote for yeah. Erica?" Nobody. No. Nobody called her out on it. Everyone was just like, "Oh, I guess that yeah, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. And it's like it makes no fucking sense. You know, like you roll the tape back. If anything, it's it makes less sense. Yeah, agree. It just like she clearly she called out Yavska in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She then votes for Yas. I mean, it's like, come on, you know. I don't know. I was really disappointed with them for not calling her out about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wish was they like, would have. hopefully somebody oh, does. I told I th- I thought they would. I totally because who was it? I forgot who said. 
they were like, why would somebody vote for somebody off the list? Like that doesn't Eva. make any sense. Eva. Eva said that. Yeah. yeah. And then they, and then they, she gives the explanation, which to me is like, has more questions to be honest with you. If she had just said, I wanted you off the team or off the show. I would have been like, Oh, well that makes sense. But yeah. she made such little sense that it was like, and then everyone was just like, Oh yeah, I guess that, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, what the, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah. If you guys are apparently going to call people out for their bullshit, you got to start calling people out for their bullshit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then later, Eva once again pulls Apor aside to tell her why she voted for her and how much she loves her. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? Give it up, Eva. Give it up. Yeah. Also, it's just like, to me, I don't know. I just thought it was such a weird weird thing that she was doing because it was like clearly clearly mm-hmm. she is going through something and she's watching astrid and hoso mm-hmm. like flirt with each other you know which is mm-hmm. just like okay who cares but then she decides to go up to her and say like i know you you're getting in your head and don't start this bullshit and all that. and yeah. i would have been like whoa dude what <laughs> like calm it down man mm-hmm. like you know is let me do my thing. Let me yeah. have my time. So, 100%. Yeah. All right. On the main stage, Kendra and Yaska are forced to climb the staircase of souls to the ghostly gallery. In the end, Yaska is dropped into oblivion to the tune of a toilet flushing. Lori Roggenkamp, any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, well, other than my voice, for some yeah. reason, wavering back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... <laughs> I will say that I genuinely was surprised again mm-hmm. when they said Yaska and then she just drops. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, like, it is frightening. I, I feel like it's like you was shut up. Like I was like, I knew it was going to happen. I uh-huh. knew it. I knew in my head. I was like, they're, they're definitely sending her home. Mm-hmm. And then when it happened, I was still shocked. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm one of the drag queens. I clearly know what's going to happen, but I'm still surprised. Yeah. And then they show they they put her picture in the frame as being eliminated, and then they 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 put in the sound of a toilet flushing, just to put ex- extra salt into the room. I saw I saw that. I thought that was a that was an editor was like, guys, we gotta put this in here. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> it was fantastic. All right, Lori. Any other final thoughts that. in the episode? Have all your thoughts been shared about this episode? Can we finally put this? Can we finally bury this episode and put it? Let it let me rest see. in peace. Yes, I have all my thoughts. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hello Uglies. This episode was produced by Zach Birch. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Dragula Titan Season 1. So, for Lorian K. Roggenkamp and myself. So long, Uglies! Thank you for listening to Hello Uglies. Have something to say? Email us at hellouglies at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U, 
L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you.